0: It is not what you know that's going to get you in trouble in business it's not even what you know you don't know that's going to get you in trouble it's what you don't even know you should know until you know that you didn't know it and it bit you in the ass my dad was a pastor one of my favorite things is i was talking to this pastor He was in Portland, Oregon. He had a church congregation of like 300 people. And, you know, my experience growing up with pastors, I'm a Christian, but, you know, I've spent a lot of time around pastors. And, you know, I think a lot of them are just kind of hung up on themselves and full of shit, to be honest with you. But with that said, so I was sitting with this pastor my senior year of high school. And he was in, because I went to a Christian high school. So he was talking to the group. And he was talking about how to become a successful pastor. And so he goes through his... In my many years, and he goes on and on and on and on. So I asked him, I said, hey, Pastor Brown, can I ask you a question? He says, yeah. I said, how many people you got in your church? He says, I have 300 congregants. I go, and you're downtown Portland? Yeah. Where a majority of the population is? Yeah. I go, okay. Can you answer me this? How is it that my dad goes to Good Shepherd, which is an hour out of town in the middle of nowhere, and that pastor has 5,800 congregants? What's the difference? Uh, well, I mean, uh, you know, uh, they have more money. Okay, how'd they get that? Because they got more people tithing, <laughs> which means the tithing follows the believing. <laughs> like, I grew up in these churches my whole life, and I'd watch how bad they'd be run. I think to myself, man, this is horrible, and I have to sit and listen to these people. Like, the message, okay, the message is a translation. And I think about all this stuff, but then all of a sudden I started comparing. Like, why has this one got 5,800 people, and it's in the middle of nowhere, and it's got a beautiful building, and everybody seems happy, and this one's downtown, and everybody's quiet, nobody talks to each other. Everyone gets pounded on for an hour and 15 minutes. There's no music, it's no fun. You start to learn context and contrast. Does this make sense? this is important because you guys need to be thinking about this through the whole scaling process. It is not what you know that's going to get you in trouble in business. It's not even what you know you don't know that's going to get you in trouble. It's what you don't even know you should know until you know that you didn't know it and it bit you in the ass. And that's 95% of everything you're going to experience in the scaling process. There's eight specific things that have to work together At eights and nines and tens level of impact in order to make it to hundred twenty five million making twenty five to thirty percent EBITDA and private equity knows when you finally got there you have the right executive team you've got the right systems you have the right process you know what you're looking at you've got the client base you've got the perfect client avatar you've got the systemization everything that runs on it you've been through your management team leaving and reshuffling to new management teams there's all these implications in the growth cycle that really start to get complicated at 25 million when you have to switch from cash to accrual and the person you call controller or CFO that you recruited out of church when you're in break point one that's been a buddy that all of a sudden becomes the senior bookkeeper that all of a sudden becomes the controller that all of a sudden becomes the CFO and you're struggling in business and the banker sitting there going man the person you got working for you can't even do basic accounting but you feel loyal because they've been there since the beginning and this happens across the cycle of growth and all of a sudden you get to You get to 25 million, you got all these people. You got the sales director who is your friend or your brother or your sister's cousin. You got all these people and you feel so loyal to them, but none of them actually understand functionally and structurally how to work together as a team and apply the systems and the technology and the information that you need. So a hard decision gets made. You start trying to find other people to solve your problems. And when you introduce, but the thing is, is see, you've never done it before either. Everybody's practicing. So you start introducing new personalities that you assume, based on their pedigree, they know what they're doing. And what Grant Cardone talks a lot about is cycles. So you're sitting there in break point three and you meet somebody who's up in break point five and you're like, oh man, this person's been there. They're running a big company. I'm gonna bring them down to run my business. The thing is they may have started at that company in cycle five. Or four, and they don't know anything about the cycle you're in because every one of those things is a cycle. And if you don't have the right underpinnings, the right foundational elements in place before you move to another cycle, then you will break as you add weight to your organization. And then if you grab people up here and try to bring them down there, they don't understand. So they're making decisions based on what businesses up here do not what you needed to have in place. And they expedite the weight on your organization by trying to pull you up to what they did up there, but you are not ready for it. And you start losing your people, your loyal people, and you break. We've tracked so many different implications across each one of these categories. We can tell you almost precisely what you're gonna encounter, what elements you need to have in place, when they need to be in place, and how they need to be in place, and who they need to be in place with. If you had that information, would you build your business faster, yes or no? If you knew how to make your first 100 grand, or your first 200 grand, or your first 500 grand, and you knew how to do it bigger, better, faster, more profitably, would you be more confident in the pursuit of that business? Absolutely. What you think is what you say. What you say is what you do. And what you do ultimately becomes your legacy.